picks up a first down. And, and I'm gonna go back to, you know, we talked to our friends, uh, Charles Bishop and Neely, they follow Jackson State football and having dinner with them. I mean, they said, this team feels like nobody can score three times on them. Three times. He didn't say if it was three field goals, three touchdowns. Prairie View has scored twice. Touchdown field goal. That's how good this defense is. And whoa, they are as good as advertised. Fourth best in all of FCS. It got to get to the point where whoever we're doing the broadcast that week of the game, they're going to sit down with y'all because y'all know us better than everybody. Sure. And y'all know some of the inside stuff we do. that I may not tell them because I don't trust them. But sure. trust us. We trust y'all. We appreciate that. We trust. appreciate that. Much love, baby. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and for all those who's listening and watching it from around the world. And we are now live from the corner of Dalton and Lynn Street. It's the show where we take you inside the game before the game begins. It's indeed the free game. Free game. With your host, Charles Bishop and Neely. So get ready, because we pregame harder than the other show's party. It's the pregame. And welcome into the pregame show as we get ready to make this trip down to Miami. It's Charles Bishop. It's Neely. What's going on, bro? Man, it's hot Neely. And I don't mean <laughs> because I'm big, sexy, the giant killer. I mean hot as a temperature. <laughs> never realize how much you need water for just the simplest necessities in life, including cooling systems for modern-day buildings. Woo, yeah. Yeah, Neely, I mean, we can get right into just that right there uh, in terms of what this team has kind of been uh, transitioning and going through uh, uh, before they leave uh, uh, for tomorrow for Miami. But uh, just th- we have this existential crisis going on here in Jackson, and Jackson State's football team has been affected by it. First, got to rewind a second because we're just not going to let that big word go by and, and not just pause and reflect on that for a second. What kind of crisis we got going, Chuck? I think I said existential. I might, I might be wrong. Man. I might have used it in the wrong context. No, nah. <laughs> hey, look, you know, it's almost like Muhammad Ali said about trucking. If it's good, I'm that. So if if whatever crisis it is, if it exponentially defines crisis, you use the right word. I go uh, look it up after, after live broadcast. But you, you hit us with one then. Yeah, Chuck, you know, you, you have to make uh find some humor in things and, and uh mm. we are by no means making 
light of the situation that has impacted uh, Jackson, Mississippi, you know, there are people out there uh, without water, without running water, uh, without uh, drinking water. Uh, so the whole city is on a, a boil water notice, and most of the city has zero to no water pressure, uh, which has resulted in the campus being closed, uh, which includes the football facility, which means it made some challenges to what would be typical game day, uh, week of game day preparations and mechanics that the team goes through. Uh, so, you know, the, the team, uh, Coach Prime was able to call up some friends and resources and uh, the team is uh, sequestered out at the uh, what is the whole team hotel during the regular season, uh, not so much on away games, uh, but on, on home games. We stay at the Sheraton and Flowood. So stayed there last night and staying there again tonight as we depart tomorrow uh, for Miami for the Orange Blossom Classic. So, uh, you know, you, you, you had your schedule ready for this week. You know what you were going to do on Monday, what you were going to do on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday before you got on that plane. Uh, and and uh, fate had a had another plan. You know, some of some adversity hit us, hit the city. Uh, and again, this is a football show. It is a Jackson State football show, a Coach Prime show. So we deal with things as they impact that. Uh, but we by no means are diminishing what is uh, grasping and gripping the city right now, of Jackson. So thoughts, hearts, and prayers go out to everybody who is without water. And then just a lot of excitement as well, Chuck. And want to say thank you to individuals, corporations, nonprofits fraternal and sorority organizations, water has been pouring in uh, literally and figuratively all over the city with donations. Uh, so it's it's water available for people, but there's nothing like your own municipal system, which has crashed right now. Uh, the Tigers are going to be heading out of town tomorrow to Miami, uh, but for all predictions, going to be facing that same situation when they return. Even if water pressure is back up for operations, it still won't be uh, a boil water note still won't be lifted. So this is something that's going to impact the next uh, two games, at least as we come back and get ready for Tennessee State. But the Tigers were able to, you know, get in some some cardio and some and some mechanics yesterday. So the whole day wasn't a loss. Uh, we're able to do the same this morning. Travel day tomorrow. Still have some built in practices when we arrive to Miami. Uh, so by no means is this team or Coach Prime's staff going to use this circumstance as an excuse, uh, something that will impact performance in a negative way. Uh, but with that being said, this week has had its challenges in what will be a normal process to get ready for game one on the road. And that has been one of the number one questions that I've been getting in terms of uh, how has Jackson State adjusted to the the challenges uh, you mentioned it, uh, and I want to say this uh, thoughts and prayers to the Jackson community as a whole, uh, but uh, the community. Uh, has been doing so much in terms of uh, lifting each other during this uh, time of crisis with regards to uh, providing water and getting water to those who need it. But uh, again, one of the questions that I've had is how has the team actually uh, been working their way through it? And you touched on they still been in preparation mode, getting ready for Miami. Yeah, certainly made the best of, you know, Coach Prime uh, put out a little video where he said the devil is a lie. You know, we're going we're gonna to get some work in. We're going to find a way. Uh, and so it did. Uh, uh, put a pause on the normal morning activities. Some, some things were moved to the back part of the day. Uh, the campus was officially set, shut down. Uh, President Hudson, the administration, uh, officially had no choice but to close the campus and, and go to virtual learning and virtual work for employees and students uh, because there is zero water pressure here. Uh, you know, I'm in the, uh, the new football center, part of the Peyton Center, I'm um, in the, the WC and Vivian Gordon Lecture Theater. And, and Chuck, I don't know if y'all can see it on the screen, but baby, it's, it is hot in here. So you got you got hot buildings. You have no water pressure uh, for necessities like uh, restrooms. So porta potties are being delivered 
you know, around campus in the dorms, you can see them being unloaded. Uh, so Tigers football and student population, man, are digging in and the community has really been stepping up. Uh, you know, there, there's water uh, coming in by the Paladin truckload and, and more on the way. Uh, so the issue right now is probably not enough water to drink. It's that water that you need for uh, plumbing essentials, whether that's restroom uh, facilities or even bathing. So uh, this challenge is going to be hanging over the city of Jackson for a few days. Uh, the Tigers do get out of town. The football Tigers do get out of town tomorrow morning, make their way on an American Airlines chartered flight. You know, shout out to American Airlines and that partnership with Jackson State Athletics, uh, the, excuse, the exclusive, excuse me, travel airline for all the teams. So getting out of here tomorrow via American Airlines headed direct to Miami. So that's going to, you know, give a little breather of relief to the football folks uh, who will be traveling away from this. But it looks, Chuck, as I said, for to still be the conditions when we return. So it's going to impact next week. Uh, mm -hmm. So you're going to see those porta potties and the need for water, the need for adjusted practice schedules. Because once we get done with the Orange Blossom Classic, relatively short week because we play on Sunday, then play on Saturday and have travel in between. Yeah, you know, Neil, it's been a bit of an odd week, if you will. Uh, not only does Jackson State have they been enduring the challenges uh, that's made national news, but our counterparts, Florida A&M Rattlers, uh, they had challenges last week that, of course, made national news. And you and I, uh, we were talking about uh, their, their challenges uh, that they had going into that game against North Carolina. But, uh, you know, we, we talked about this kind of being an HBCU sort of an issue, not just a Florida A&M issue. So, uh, you know, our, our, our thoughts, you know, and prayers are with that Florida A&M family as well. But, uh, you know, we'll be uh, opponents on Sunday, uh, but we're all part of this HBCU community. Yeah, we're going to line up and play the best football that we know how to play, which is Tiger football uh, down at Orange Blossom Classic. And, and we want to hit every light on the scoreboard. Uh, so make no mistake about it when it's game time, it's game time. Uh, but also understanding that the way uh, uh, administrations have acted historically if within HBCUs and the SWAC, the way compliance offices have acted historically within HBCUs and the SWAC, uh, that this is sadly a common thing uh, mm. with players are notified just moments before departure about compliance issues uh, that existed days, weeks, and even months in advance, sometimes going back to the spring season. Uh, so, you know, it was a spotlight put on it with FAMU's issue because they were going into uh, playing North Carolina Chapel Hill on a televised game against a power five with a lot of HBCU pageantry uh, and exposure with it. And I just, my heart goes out to, to the young people, man. And uh, no doubt. Who, who are going to lose games this season and also, uh, even lose this entire season. Uh, so rivalries and, and, and joning each other is one thing, but, you know, we all want this swag in this conference and HBCUs to excel. And here's just another example of what Coach Prime speaks on uh, about that we've got to be about the business of our business and get our business in order uh, because that kind of thing should not be happening 12 hours, 24 hours prior to a football game. Yeah, no doubt about it. Our, 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 uh, like I said, our hearts and prayers go to the Florida A&M family that they can uh, work through those uh, uh, issues and, and continue to have a good season. But we'll be opponents on Sunday, and our Jackson State football team will be prepared uh, to play the best football game that they can play on this upcoming Sunday. So uh, speaking of which, you know, they, they've gone through their final preparations. They uh, are flying out on tomorrow. Uh, any uh, thoughts with regards to uh, sort of what they will be doing once they get down to Miami? Yeah, uh, all kinds of thoughts on the Chuck. You know, first and foremost, this would have been 
uh, the days leading into the game that we've been a part of those specific FAMU conversations uh, about players to watch and what the schemes are going to be and what they do out of this personnel group. And, and thankfully, those conversations did take place. Uh, they took place last week uh, with footnotes by each of the position coaches. That, hey, guys, this could change because they have a game coming Saturday. Again, I'm talking about last week. Now, when those conversations were had on Wednesday, uh, and Thursday, nobody knew about this compliance stuff, this bomb that was going to be dropped on FAMU uh, prior to kickoff. And certain people uh, that you would have been looking for in that game, uh, whether mm-hmm. on the team's offense or defense, did not participate. And even right now, as I see here, Chuck, I can't tell the fan base out there which of those 20 to 23 or 26 or even up to 46, depending on what report you're listening to, are going to be eligible this weekend against us. Uh, so the Tigers have a game plan in place. Uh, that no matter which units or which individuals are out there are going to allow us to succeed uh, and use our installs to the best of our ability. But you best believe that those position coaches, even right now out at the Sheraton uh, and team and unit meetings are going through what to look for when who or whoever is on the field, what those tails and those tendencies are. We're going to be bringing you more of that information when Chuck and I get to Miami uh, on Friday and Saturday. Uh, we'll be uh, attending Tiger practice and have some more updates to, to you. But I'm telling you, this water crisis that's impacting the city uh, was not so much a crisis for the football team, but it did present a challenge, a challenge in what would normally be the things you're doing to get ready to take on an opponent, not just week one, but any week, you know, your typical Tuesday, your typical Wednesday, your typical Thursday has all been changed, but the Tigers are making the best of it, have moved football operations for now out to the Sheraton hotel in Flowood. And uh, we'll be getting ready to board those that plane tomorrow morning for Miami. And Chuck and I will be there embedded with the team at the hotel, as well as uh, practice is taking place in Miami. So lots and lots of op- updates about who made that travel squad to come in. Would love to have had that for you guys tonight, but the water said otherwise. You know, when there's no water, there's no access, no people around. Literally, we're the only ones in the building right now. Well, me and the heat. (laughs) The heat is up in here. The heat is over there with you, buddy. Uh, Yeah, looking forward to getting down to Miami. And uh, uh, like you said, we will be getting into the crux of this game, especially this game preview. But uh, I tell you what, Florida A&M, they uh, for themselves – tremendously uh, against University of North Carolina. At one point, that score was 21-14. Uh, their quarterback, uh, a newcomer to the sweat, newcomer to uh, FAMU, Jeremy Musa, he went 28-38 of 38 in that game, went for 279 yards, a couple of touchdowns. Uh, that Fort A&M offense is going to be one to uh, reckon with, but, uh, you know, completed uh, uh, ten, uh, completely passes to nine different receivers in that game. So he had a tremendous game. Uh, you know, I think depth-wise, things kind of caught up to them in the second half, and North Carolina was able to pull away. Uh, but we're looking forward to a great game on this upcoming Sunday. And like I said, we'll be getting into uh, all sorts of game preview, looking at this Jackson State Florida A&M game. It's going to be a great one, Neil. Well, I'm going to go from Tarkania with the towel in my mouth because it's hot <laughs> to Lee Corso with not so fast, my friend. Mm. I don't want to take anything away from uh, what FAMU was able to do uh, in moving the ball against UNC. I don't want to take anything away from uh, the moments that their quarterback, uh, you know, looked promising and was living up to what he was built to be. But I do have to point out that that UNC base defense that they were running was not really applying pressure. And I think that was Mac Brown's way of saying, hey, guys, I understand your situation. I'm going to win this game, but I'm not going to blitz you three downs in a row like Dennis Thurman is going to do. So I, I, I think that you're going to see 
uh, a different FAMU offense because you're going to see a different Jackson State defense juxtaposed to the defense uh, that UNC was running. And you'll note when you watch that game, you're exactly right, Chuck. As the game went on and depth became an issue, particularly in that late third quarter, when UNC would run its own defense and apply some pressure, that's when those turnovers happen. That's when those sacks happen. That's when those tackles for losses happen. So, yes, FAMU looked good in the early part of the game, moving the ball, hitting different receivers. But, you know, it, it, UNC was not by any means in a prevent defense, just letting them do what they wanted to do. But they really weren't getting after the quarterback with edge rushing or anything up the middle, just kind of sitting back and seeing what happens. And they were able to get five and six-yard plays. That's not going to be the case come uh, Sunday uh, against Jackson State's defense in this Orange Blossom Classic. And also the same with FAMU's defense. They're going to be challenged by this Jackson State offense. Uh, you know, Q1 is looking to, to put up more than seven points this year. Uh, the defense is looking to hold FAMU uh, to less than six. And keep in mind, other than that, that, that uh, celebration bowl game against South Carolina State, no team last year scored more than three times against Jackson State. So that standard is still in place, and then to even exceed that standard. So, yes, FAMU looked good, air quotes, looked good against UNC, all things considered. Uh, but you're going to see a much different presentation defense-wise and offense-wise from Jackson State than you saw from UNC. No doubt about it. And I tell you what, man, I'm looking forward to it, man. You got your flip-flops all packed? Got my flip-flops packed, and uh, it's, it's probably more important what I ain't got packed. I'm leaving all the draws <laughs> in Jackson. We just <laughs> – we take number baby powder and shorts and flip-flops. So. <laughs> oh, and Boudreaux's butt paste for the occasion. Hey, Boudreaux's case. butt paste. I was hey, about man. to say, don't you leave know, the Boudreaux's got, out. You can't leave the Boudreaux's out, man. Boo, hey, hey. You know, this ain't in the paid endorsement. This is love to a good product. If you're ever out there practice and, and, and you get a little chafing going on, man, when you get home, apply that, that, that Boudreaux's butt paste. Get you some, not something to spray, not something you swallow. As Jerry Clow would say, get something to daub. You got to daub that, you got to daub that Boudreaux's butt paste and spread that all around. Man, you wake up like a new man. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, yeah, like a pregame show with a Jerry Cloud reference, buddy. I love it. <laughs> well, love man, it. we will be getting in depth with everything once we get down to Miami. We want to uh, thank those sponsors uh, that have come on board with the pregame show, Neely. Uh, it, it means the world uh, to go into this season uh, with those uh, individuals who believe in the pregame show. Oh, yeah, man. It's going to be a long list of them this year, too. Uh, so you guys will start seeing that. As we get into September, which is tomorrow, this is August 31st, the final show of the quote-unquote offseason. Uh, our next live show uh, will be Saturday from Miami. We're going to do that after attending Tiger practice uh, in the press conference with the coaches to bring you those kind of updates. Uh, but there's still going to be live content coming at you just direct from Chuck and I while we're there. So we're going to have updates from you uh, beginning on Friday. So stay tuned to YouTube, stay tuned to Facebook, Instagram. Uh, and you'll start seeing those new sponsors this year that we're really excited about taking into this fall season with us. Uh, but Chuck, you know, it's here, man. We here. went, we went through the spring coach prime finally had a true off season. Uh, you know, we, we had a new strength and conditioning coach join us in most Sims. Uh, you had a spring game. Uh, you had summer one and summer two. And now it's all a wrap. School is back in. Well, technically it's out back out because of the water crisis, but school is back in. And we are now three days away 
from kickoff of week one against Miami down against, I'm sorry, FAMU down in Miami for the Orange Blossom Classic. Three days away, Chuck. Can't wait to get down there and, and get part of the excitement and, and get out of there with a W. No doubt about it, man. Looking forward to getting down there. And like you said, getting a W. Uh, I'm sure we'll be sending out some information as to where we might be live. Come check out the pregame show uh, as we do our uh, live show. And we give you all the in-depth coverage. Uh, we thank all our fans for uh, listening and, and, and you know, sending us good good thoughts in terms of providing that content, Neely, man. Mr. Boots on the ground is what I call him, the hand. He gets it done week in, week out. As we get ready to close this the one hand. out, <laughs> the hand, exactly. We get ready to close this one out, a nice quick one, put a bow on. Uh, fall camp, it's time to head down to Miami and get this thing on. Time for talk is over. Time for talk is over. Time to wipe some more sweat off. It's here. There it, it is. <laughs> well, as always, we close it out with we got a team, by golly. We're going to fight, by golly. And we're going to win, by golly. We'll see you from Miami. It's Bishop. It's Neely. It's the pregame show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and for all those who's listening and watching it from around the world. And we are now live from the corner of Dalton and Lynch Street. It's the show where we take you inside the game before the game begins. It's indeed free game. With your host, Charles Bishop and Neely. So get ready because we free game harder than the other show's part. It's the free game. <laughs>